This is the Content Creator Society, an organization that exists to unite and empower all content creators through inspiration and education. Each week, we bring you insights from content creators from around the world that will inspire you, educate you, and entertain you. We're all in this together. I'm Bonner Bulger, and we are living in unprecedented times with COVID-19. Unprecedented. Now, that is a phrase that has been thrown around a great deal recently, but that's where we are. Now, as the ground shifts beneath our feet, there are, however, opportunities out there. So on the show today, we caught up with live streaming and podcasting master Alex Lindsay of 090 Media. Now, I've never actually met Alex in person, although we've had numerous virtual meetings. And the one thing that struck me the last time I was speaking with him a few weeks ago, as our world started to plunge into the depths, was a comment. And he, uh, he said, Alex was busier than ever. Of course, it makes sense. Having conducted thousands of live streams for the biggest brands and government organizations, this is a man who knows the ins and outs of streaming. And in today's brave new world of social distancing and quarantining, more people and businesses are looking at how to improve their Zoom meetings or conduct virtual product launches. So we took 15 minutes of Alex's time and asked him all about streaming. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to our interview for this week. Um, I hope you're all keeping well and safe. These are certainly challenging times. But uh, I think we've got something interesting for you all. Today, we've got uh, Alex Lindsay from 090 Media with us. And he's going to give us, uh, we're going to have a little chat about, um, I think, in particular, streaming and what you can do to maybe support your business. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about how content creators can, um, can take advantage of the, the less expensive tools out there and make what they're, what they're doing great. So um, first off, um, hey, Alex, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Um, all things considered, I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> um, why don't we start by why don't you give us a little introduction I know we I know who you are and I've, I've known you for quite a while for both virtually and in I think in real life uh, or at least well uh, uh, over over the airwaves so why don't you give people a little uh, background on uh, on what you do and who you are yeah so uh, what I what I do mostly is manage virtual events online and I've been doing that for about the last decade uh, I got into before this I was I was at, uh, in the 90s, I worked at Industrial Light and Magic and Lucasfilm on Star Wars. And when I finished Star Wars, I was like, I can teach anybody to do this. And so I went out and tried to start a group where I would teach people around the world how to do computer graphics and media production. And this was in 2001, 2000. Uh, it was very hard back then to do that. Uh, and we ended up with about 2,000 people in, um, in 40 countries. And so trying to figure out how to teach classes became what we were really working on. And so uh, as a result, we got really good at live streaming and, and, and building what we call centerless events where no one's in one place. And, uh, and then uh, Google was trying to figure out how to get Hangouts to work uh, for high profile individuals and asked us to, you know, look at it. And we didn't fail the first one and then they got made us really busy. <laughs> so, so we, uh, you know, we, we were able to, we got a chance to kind of uh, play with that craft for uh, quite a few years. And then we worked in Facebook live and, um, a bunch of other launch platforms. And so, so we have, uh, you know, I, most of what I've done is what's now becoming useful right now, uh, which is, uh, being able to stream to the web, uh, and being able to have conversations like this. Uh, oftentimes my clients are trying to, you know, build it up into something as close to broadcast as possible. 
Perfect. Yeah, I think, and let's. I mean, let's you know, let's talk about Sentinel's events because I'm imagining your world right now is, you know, so many other businesses are are struggling, and you know, but your world, I imagine, has just taken off like a rocket. Well, my my business has always been counter cyclical. So, uh, it, you know, when we when we launched, we grew because there was a recession uh, in 2008. We started doubling in growth because there was a recession. When there's recessions, uh, the issue is is that a lot of people. Uh, need to find a cheaper, faster way to do something. And our technology is at a certain point every time that happens. And so it was eight years newer in 2008, and now it's 12 years uh, newer than it was the last time it happened. And so the technology keeps on getting better. And and so, but businesses like live streaming, you know, if you can pull it off, uh, are are again counter cyclical. They're there. They go against the grain because people are trying to figure out how to extend it. Now that has been obviously magnified greatly by the issues we're having right now where no one can go anywhere and live streaming is really the only thing to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so that's, that's a good segue then into what I would say is, um, you see all these small businesses now struggling to, to reimagine themselves in particular, you know, gyms, yoga studios, um, you know, and all these, the, you know, why car dealerships are, oh, we'll give you a walk around on the car and all these other kinds of things. So let's, let's get into that a little bit. So, if I'm a small business and I'm looking to build out a basic, you know, what is it that I need to build out a basic right. live streaming kind of production? So understanding that their business is now struggling <laughs> and understanding that as we were talking before the show got started here where, uh, you know, supply of certain things is, is difficult to come by in the live streaming world, especially on the, uh, the, the lower end of the, the price bracket. What do you think people need? Well, you know, there's, there's just some basic, uh, basic tools that you need to, to be successful. Um, and it doesn't really take a lot. Um, and I'll talk about why in a second too. Uh, but, but the, the, the main thing that you need is good audio. So people will watch a lot of bad audio. Uh, they will not listen to a lot of, uh, and that's why we were talking earlier and I, and I was moving around and getting all my mics ready to go because it's important to sound good because people want you, you know, you want to also, uh, you know, that makes it easier for people to to listen to a lot of times when you're talking about a product, if you're not showing anything, they're listening to you. They're wandering around their office or their house and they're listening to what you're saying. And be, having that really clear is super important. So the first thing to do is get a mic uh, and you don't have to go crazy. I have a, I'm using a Heil PR40, but you can use a, a uh, you know, the Audio Technica makes a USB mic. The Logitech, the, the Blue Yeti is a great mic. Oh yeah, uh, also Coleman, you're using that the, Blue Yeti, aren't you? I mean, Coleman's using a blue Yeti right now. Sorry to interrupt, but uh, just right. point of case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think absolutely. It's not blue; it's black, but it is a Yeti. <laughs> so, so what, what's the entry level price for a, for a mic like that? Uh, I think that the, the the entry level for the USB mics are in the low. You know, like it's. I think it's high nineties, low, you know, like one, one fifty, and it's really worth it. Like, don't, you know, you're going to, you're going to go out and think you can spend, you know, you're going to get a little USB mic for 30 bucks. And you have to remember that, that, you know, it doesn't do you any good. Your time is valuable. Your, your audience's time is valuable. Mm -hmm. And the most important thing you're going to buy is a mic. So, so you really want to make sure that that mic's good. Now that mic changes. If you're right, right, right now we're using radio style mics, the PR40, the, the blue, if, if you're moving around, then you have to start thinking about lab, right. so you have to start thinking about headsets. Yeah. You know, I use a, I mean, again, I'm going to tell people the overhead over the top version of everything, <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll, we'll pull it back. But the, the, uh, I use a DPA 40 
which is a pretty high end headset mic. Um, but the, but you can also get, you know, there's a lot of labs. I think that, you know, uh, road has gone a long way down and down, I mean, inexpensive mm-hmm. as far as per clip on labs that work with your phone, you know, that, that sound good. And so there's a lot of different ways to, to, to work through this. The, but that's important. The second thing of course, is that you want to figure out how you're going to do good video. Your phone is not a, is not going to be sustainable. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people want to start running around with their phone and shooting, and that's fine to start. And it's, it's fine for you to put something out there and there's an authentic authenticity to it. But it, at some point you're going to want to get a, a good camera. And so that's the things you want to think about for a web camera mm-hmm. are, does it have a, is it easy to mount? So the, I'm using, um, well, I'm using a couple cameras right now, but, <laughs> but the, um, my main, webcam is a Logitech stream cam, which is right now very hard to get. They've sold out. They're going to, I think I haven't been able to find them anywhere in the world uh, to, to order at the moment, but that'll, that'll, that'll sort itself out. But the, the C920 is another, another great web camera. Uh, both of them have what you, what you're looking for is a quarter 20. So you want that, you want to have some way that you can put that on a tripod or you can put that on some kind of mount um, because that way you're not hooked to your computer or to your laptop. So now you have a little camera that you can do close-ups with and you can do other things with it. You can have a little tripod and you can place it somewhere and, and show something because a lot of businesses are going to want to show something. You know, they're going to want to show you know out there or they just want to look better on their own and they don't want to necessarily have to move their their computer around to do that. When you think about that, you also want to think about having eye contact with that, with that camera. So having one of the things we see a lot of is people will have their, their camera at like a 90 degree angle from their computer. Now it's really hard for them to make eye contact or even close to eye right, contact right, right, right. with the, um, you know, with the, so, so that's a thing you want to think about as far as that placement goes. And then the other thing to really think about if you're live streaming is interactivity. How are you going to have a conversation with your with your audience? Because if you start to do that, you're going to start building a community with your audience. And and that is um, super key. And you can get away with all kinds of quality problems if people are being heard. And the problem really is for people is I'll do one and no one shows up and they go, OK, well, this, this was a disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to think about I'm going to do this for the next three months or I'm going to do this for the next six months. And, and then you're going to because you have to build trust with your, um, with your audience that, that they're going to, that that's going to be heard. And so, you know, I wouldn't recommend mailing out to your entire mailing list. The first show you do, I think, you know, do a, do a show, figure it out, do a couple shows, figure it out, um, get a couple in there and then, but then go out and tell everyone that you're doing it, that you're going to do it live and they can ask questions and then start, but then you have to do it regularly. If you don't have anything else to do as a company right now, do it every day. <laughs> if you have, uh, you know, if you have other things, you're, you know, other fires to put out, do it every week, but it's really every day or every week. It's not every month. No, your, your, your iteration rate will be too low yeah. and you won't, you won't get any response. So that makes sense to me. We're, we've upgraded our gear. I'm my, I have my laptop on a cardboard box in my living room and the mic on the mic case. So I've upgraded. I was on the dresser in the bedroom last week, <laughs> just kind of huddled over it in a chair. So here I'm able to like at least sit up a little bit straighter. Well, and, and the thing is, is that it, it, what's, what's great is, is that the technology now, I mean, the, the, all of these tools have gotten so inexpensive. Now, some of the mics are electronics and they cost a certain amount of money to get a good one. But the stand that I, that I'm using right now for my mic was like $14. You know, it, it is a, and, and the, you know, the, the arm, 
you know, the arm that I'm using for my camera probably is maybe $100 or something like that or $80. Yeah. But the point is, is that used to be hundreds of dollars and thousands of dollars and, you know, all kinds of other things. And so the, the I can't believe I go up to Amazon and you see these LED one by one panels for $120 each. When I bought them, they were $1,600 each. And so, so they're, you know, and they're not the same quality. They're thinner plastic and, you know, they, you, you, you're, you don't want to pack them a lot as much as a light panel would, you would do it with a light panel. You're not going to last that long, but, but at home, you're not using them the way we use them at work, you know? And so, so there's a lot of things that you can do really quickly and relatively inexpensively to, to really make it a higher quality piece. But you also, again, being authentic, talking about real subjects and interacting with your audience is always going to be the most important thing. Yeah. Content is, you know, content's everything. Um, what about, you know, I put out on Twitter a little while ago, um, what everyone's preference on go to meetings, Zoom, Google Hangouts, Facebook. I mean, we've been using in my company go to meeting forever. Uh, and I guess that's it's a good test because it hasn't screwed up enough that I've gone looking for something else over the last three, four, five years. You know, I was with them when they were Citrix and then they were bought to, by Log Me In. Um, is there a preference in your mind on those? You know, and Zoom had that um, security flaw last year with the Macs and to kind of drag their feet on fixing it. So I'm a little bit you know, a little bit sour well, right on, now, on I mean, Zoom. In a corporate level, in in what I would consider new corporate, you know, so old mm -hmm. corporate is using whatever they've been using. They're using Citrix or they're using, um, you know, GoToMeeting is, is popular, but but I think WebEx we see a lot of. Um, oh, yeah, WebEx. When yeah. it comes to new corporate, so the newer dot-coms, almost everybody is using Zoom. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and that is... Uh, you know, so it is, that's the, the one we see that is the most prevalent. And I think that there are a few reasons for it. One is, is that there is a lot of backend tools. Mm. So, you know, I had to do a, an event last week. Uh, we did an event for Patreon, mm -hmm. uh, um, their streamathon, their weird streamathon. And <laughs> we were planning to do it with Skype, bring people in over Skype and having it in their office. Yeah. And then we had a, um, shelter in place order. So in 30 hours, we had to think of another way to do it. And we pushed it all into Zoom because that was just the, the least common denominator. Uh, the company already uses it. And we, yeah. you know, we, um, you know, I, I, it, it looks, it works very much like Hangouts used to, yeah. you know, not, not so much now, but, uh, and so, uh, but there are a lot of tools built into it. So all kinds of ways, how you're going to manage your participants and how you're going to manage that process. Now that doesn't, the other advantage that, that Zoom has is that it easily streams to platforms. And so yeah. you can stream to Facebook, you can stream to YouTube, uh, you can stream to workplace, you can stream to an RTMP stream. You know, these are all things that are built into the platform um, at a slightly higher rate. Yeah, you know, I think you have, to, you, have to, you have the webinar instead of meeting to do that. But, but the, but that allows you to scale, uh, in a, you know, past what the platform can allow. So if you want a hundred people in the room for a webinar you can do that, if you want to get to, you know, once you, you say, okay, now I want to have a thousand or 10,000 or, or whatever watching it, you know, being able to stream to an external platform becomes, becomes useful. Yeah. So, so the, so it's got a lot of those features in it. Um, the, the, the video quality is not amazing yeah. uh, because it's really focused on lowest common denominator user. Probably 720, uh, Skype, I, guess. I think produces it's 720. If you turn on the HD, you, you know, it, it, it leaves it off on, um, on purpose, I think uh. <laughs> to, to lower the impact of, of their, uh, on their platform. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think that what you're seeing is a scaled up 640 by 360 is my guess gotcha. or 480 by something. So you, you, you have a, um, a lower resolution. This is common. I mean, we, when we started doing hangouts, hangouts was all in standard def. 
And so the you know, HD puts a lot more pressure on the all the infrastructure between you and the other person. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the thing we have to remember is that when we're doing what we're doing now, what, what, um, that low latency audio, low latency connections under 200 milliseconds, which is this pretty much the same as our phone, yeah. is really hard to do. Yeah. Like it's not this isn't a trivial problem that they're solving. Mm-hmm. Now, Skype is the highest quality video for a consumer connection. Yeah. So and the reason for that is uh, Skype will use up as much bandwidth as you have. <laughs> so <laughs> it, so all, you know, right? it will, it will, it uses, I think the, the math that we've done, and I don't know if this is real math, but it's the math that we have is Skype will use somewhere between 40 and 50% of your available bandwidth. Yeah. So if, you know, it doesn't want to cap you out, but if you have 20, we've seen it go up to an eight meg connection with, you know, a 16 to 20 or a 20 meg. We have a 20 meg, connect, we have a 20 meg, 20 megs, of connectivity and we see Skype just keep going. And when it gets to that level, once Skype gets over at about uh, four to five megs per second, it is getting competitive with broadcast. If you have a good camera, yeah. it, it would be very hard to tell that you weren't there. Now, one of the things that's important if you're live streaming and you're talking to people is to get off uh, your Wi-Fi. Yeah. So one of the things that we can see, if you look at the Jimmy Fallon uh, issues, if, yeah, you look, yeah, or if yeah. you look at Jimmy Fallon or you look at Jimmy Kimmel, um, both of those, you saw the person on the far end and even on their end do this phasing thing where they're talking and it just stalls for a second. Mm-hmm. That's Wi-Fi. Yeah. You know, like that, that's what it's not, that's not the internet. That's their Wi-Fi connection. And that's because their, their access points, every time their access point talks to a, any device, it loses frames because this is what we're doing is so demanding on our network, on their network that you can't, everything has to be focused. And that's why we use, you know, we really push people to use ethernet. I wonder, I've got mine plugged into ethernet and I've got uh, Wi-Fi on and I want, and I know it's ethernet connection. Is- it depends on the, it just depends on which one's on the top on your yeah, ethernet. Yeah, no, I know mine, ethernet. It, ethernet is, and there's like, there's some slight phasing going on here. And I mean, I've got, you know, a, a you know, a thousand, what was it, a thousand, a thousand down and 30 up. So, um, so, um, right. you know, so I've got, I mean, I've got a pretty decent connection. It's all hardwired and there's still a little bit of face. I usually turn the, the, my Wi-Fi off yeah. completely Yes, to make yeah. sure that it's not looking at it at all. My suspicions are it's probably trying to jump in and out. And to be fair, I've got an ethernet cable. That's probably a 50 footer because I've got everything plugged into a little server room. And so it's not getting, it's probably getting 150 down at this point. Cause it loses that kind of connectivity between here and my, um, my router, um, that's tucked away so, somewhere in my crawl space. So we're in the so we're in the midst of of the of the COVID camp, clamp down here. It's been a couple like three weeks. We're having sort of increasing levels of quarantine. Um, you're talking about all this gear. Um, you mentioned how busy you were. I imagine that that some or, or a lot of your clients aren't set up for this. Like Bonner was mentioning that Staples in in Canada, the, the shelves are barren. Um, so are people scrambling to to get the right gear and to get set up? Are you doing well, a lot I mean- of hand holding? we're doing as much handholding as we can. Uh, and, and a lot of it is best effort, you know, so when we can, it, because I've, because I have a large collection of webcams, I've literally been sending my own webcams that are, you know, I clean them up and I, uh, give them some UV light and some, you know, some <laughs> Perel and, and, uh, wipe them down and, and then send them out. Um, and, uh, and, and I have a bunch of them that are still in bags. Um, I, we stockpiled a lot of these things for a right. long time. And so, so I have them. And so I'm sending them, sending them out personally in some cases. Um, and then in, uh, in other cases, and, and this isn't like I'm sending out hundreds, it's like three or four have, I've sent out mm-hmm. because most of the time what we're doing is drop shipping, uh, still from Amazon, but we've been starting to have trouble with that because the, the delivery times are extending. But, uh, 
when we're like for the Patreon event, for instance, we drop ships a couple of things, but at, at, at that point, the t- within, the, within the time frame and within what we had available, it really wasn't a factor of budget as much as it was just a factor of time that we just couldn't get more equipment to people. And so, so I think that, uh, those are, uh, challenges and you have to kind of deal with what, what you have. And so one of the things that we work with, with people is a trying to, if they can find an ethernet, connect to it, but some of them have to do Wi-Fi because you just don't have the time and there's nowhere to get it. The other thing that we look at is just trying to improve their space. So yeah. for instance, don't look straight into a flat wall because that's going to, we're going to hear echo, um, trying to find a complex room, trying to find good lighting. If we're going to do something at seven o'clock at night, we want to connect to them around the same time, or we want to be conscious to the fact that natural light may not be available when they're on. Right. A lot of times that surprises people. They'll test them at 10 o'clock in the morning and then they, <laughs> they're in the, in shadows at seven o'clock at night. And so they, so those are all the things that we think about. And we, because of what we were doing with hangouts, we probably processed four to 5,000, um, participants. And so there's kind of like a, a script. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, we're looking for this. We're looking for that. We're looking for this. And a lot of it is just trying to do the best you can. Um, you know, sometimes if someone has a really, uh, a really roomy location, we'll say, Hey, do you got any blankets? Can you hang those over things? Can you do a couple of things on the other side of your, you know, just to kind of knock down some of that reflection. That's really interesting. And so those are all things that we, we, we try to be creative when we can't do it. Cause we've definitely had a lot of instances where we can't send everybody gear. So, yeah. uh, and so we, and we've done everything from last minute, can't send anybody gear, just do the best you can to, we send a crew of two people to 10 locations to make sure that it really works. And it just depends on obviously the, the profile of the individual. Absolutely. Well, listen, I'm, uh, I'm going to let you go because you have a lot on the plate today. Um, and I want to thank you for your time. Um, where can people find Absolutely. you if they uh, need to follow all the, the latest tips and tricks on this kind of stuff? The easiest place I'm posting a lot of this right now because a lot of people have been asking on Twitter. So there's a, I'm pinging a lot, you know, so if you, a Alex Lindsay, uh, on, on, on the Twitter, uh, but I, you know, I'm, I'm posting pictures behind the scenes pictures of some of my audio gear, some of my, uh, my little studio, and I'm going to be writing some more articles and I'll post the links to those on Twitter. You are going to be a busy man for the next little while. I know it. It could be a little hectic. <laughs> All right. Well, Alex, thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. And, uh, everyone, for everyone else, uh, we'll get, uh, we'll see you uh, next week. Um, and we'll have another fine interview for, uh, for your enjoyment during this, uh, turbulent time. Thanks a lot. Thank you.